We're here. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. <laughs> One more time, we're back. Yeah. So we're here. It's what, Wednesday? The 21st, the first day of summer? You've already had your first day of summer down there, or winter. You had your first day of winter already. Oh, uh, we're freezing. This, this, week, this week on the Howard Ooh. Stern Show, in order to hit on Deborah, Ross Apen is going to have to become a rapist. <laughs> so, yeah. So today's show is particularly... What did you do, cat? My cat turned my lights off. Fine, um, right into it. No monologue. Cat. Dennis is tired. Go right into it. No monologue. Go oh, right no, into I'm it. Just gonna, wait, let me, let me, let me. So today's show is absolute garbage. And if you didn't listen, you didn't miss anything because it was, it was uh, two hours of killing time. Then, then the, uh, this is your wiki with Cal Cox. And, and of course he didn't call her Cal once. Go figure. All right. Now go into the clips. <laughs> Exactly, and we and thank you for Monique for getting my fat shaming, a Palooza email uh, montage Bravo. at uh, oh, Sex right. and Found some really, good, and she sent it to all the right people, and it circulated. And, and you would bring yes, 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 <laughs> and bring back Jackie and shame on you, Kelly Clarkson, your Mac for having no shame and no integrity whatsoever. And you're supposed to be the the voice of the Zoftig and the normal chick, and you still went on this show to this piece of shit who treated you like absolute you know, trash. You know, I almost wanted to tweet to her is that a woman yesterday called up was 160 pounds and they were playing cow sound effects. So yeah, yeah so there. That, that, thank you for going on the show, Kelly Clark. That's right. And um, let's um, – Howard introduces uh, – kicks off the show with this uh, sympathetic comment. Oh, yeah. This is like uh, – This is like driving a submarine, Robin, this radio show. I'm sitting behind my console and <laughs> ready to go. What a start. And, yep. you know, I mean <laughs> – this is just, and it, it, I'll tell you what this, uh, this reminds me of. This is a little, have a little bit of this. Comedy is tragedy plus time. Tragedy plus time. That's it is unbelievable how much he sounds like Howard. It really is. It's almost like he <laughs> went through some Alan Alda, like, finishing school <laughs> diction class to sound like him. It is so crazy. And did you know, Bon, he lives in Howard's building. No, you're no. I swear to God, he lives in the Millennium Towers. Jeez. How do you? You are. This is why I love you. You've got these <laughs> nuggets, factoids, doesn't he? Everyone, no, everyone in the chat, guys. I see you all. How are you guys going? Are you any guys? Oh, we got a very strange comment there about homosexuals from the chat, which we'll just leave <laughs> yeah. right there. Well, I don't huh? know what the hell that Cat, is about. Thanks, Lucy. The by the way, if that's your real name. Uh, one of how about that though? What what that that's a great way to start the show. He needs oh, yeah, Marv absolutely. Albert lived, Marv Albert lived in Howard's building. Steve Gutenberg lived too, in Howard's building. Too, you know, nothing you know, nothing just, like a too soon. No, nothing like a too soon. I mean, and, <laughs> and the thing is though, you know, it is kind of a great analogy because this show is like that submarine that sank to the bottom of the ocean. I mean, literally, this is the same quality control. <laughs> That's right. And uh, uh, if anyone wants to know what Monique is wearing tonight to the Cure concert. BDSM kind of strappy leather thing, strap-on leather chapsicle thing. So I hope she, uh, she'll chapsicle. fit in, probably. 
she'll probably fit right in. Is that right? Yeah. Um, Let me ask you a question. Dennis said that he got like put in a, a purgatory listening to this show, just like in a coma, like depression, melancholy. And really, the show used to do the opposite to you, used to galvanize you and kind of give you this thing. And, and it does the opposite now. How did you feel, Bon, listening to it again? Uh, what happened to your brain as it, we always say, well, it shuts off? Sub- I could make the submarine analogy, but I'm not going to because Howard ruined it. <laughs> he might have stole well. my line. He stole my thunder. <laughs> but again, you're um, uh, you're a captive audience when you when you have to listen for a show you mean, like, like this. Like the people in the sub. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> well, it's amazing how you listen to the show without you're not listening because he lost the ability to entertain you well over a decade ago so you're listening with those dog ears right and you're listening for things what can i get on him what is the slip what is the thing he'll have edited out you're listening really for all the wrong reasons and like i said his ability to entertain you left the building well over a decade ago so that's never been the reason to listen (laughs) that's exactly right and he slips up all the time there's still gold there's always gold like we saw last week there were just each day it was just full of it he can't stop when you get someone who's either drunk or bored they're just gonna talk to you if if they're just talking to you they'll tell you everything eventually well it's funny to have no comedian filling in those gaps we always make fun of him for the eight second you know quarterback sneak uh alligator rush we we always count He's also going to be forced to divulge shit because there is no comedian sitting in. So to not fill that time. So uh, he chose to not bring an entertaining person in to punch it up. And that's what you get. That's right. And I I think there is 10 people that listen to the show and say, you need to cut this out. You need to cut this out. You need to cut this out. You need, if not uh, a legal team, because he has retainer lawyers listening to the show. Now, this is a good question. Jamie, you know, well, these guys probably know that I'm a huge uh, Titanic, the wreck of a Titanic fan. So I was You're a fan shocked of the wreck. by all this. Yeah, yeah, the story of the wreck. I've got books on it. I've, I've got all documentaries. And uh, they don't have those submersibles in that country even, I don't think, that James Cameron used to go down, like the real ones, you could call them, not this one that's lost. That's not a real one. That's like a, I don't know, it's like comparing a... A Samsung phone to an iPhone or something, but anyway. Hey, don't insult, um, uh, don't insult Samsung. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I know there'll be a lot of comments about that, but um, yeah. well, they don't have anything Maybe that can go that deep. <laughs> and uh, even James Cameron's ones, you, you, you could barely use. You had little um, claws, but you couldn't really remove debris. You could try and knock debris if it's, but you're just hoping that... You could get down there, and I don't think that's going to happen. But I mean, it's a, it's absolutely depressing, and we're not um, experts or anything. Um, so, well, what ironically, happens... Bon, the reason he got divorced was he wouldn't go down on Linda Hamilton. <laughs> oh, that, that was classic. Um, that, no, was, uh, that is classic. Did they go to James Cameron for commentary on this? Is he like the expert now? Like you know how? No, like, I uh, checked. He said okay. nothing. He's no, uh, Wouldn't it be great if he had one and he went down, found it, moved it, saved them? It'd just be like, is there anything this man cannot do? Ah, that's God, such an Elon God. Musk move, right? He, yeah, it'd be. He, I, I, I love as him. long as it delays another uh, avatar, it's okay. You can go down and get them. <laughs> Elon brings Amber Heard with him. She's Mira, for Christ's sake. If anybody can rescue that sub, it's Aquaman's wife. <laughs> Don't want to go into it too much, but I saw uh, 
I watched the new Avatar recently and I was watching it at home so I could fast forward through the boring relationship parts and then I thought it was I thought it was really good. I, I cut it down by like 30 minutes and yeah, then it became well, you like cut this it down by 30 pretty good minutes. movie. And those action scenes were vicious. People are getting um, uh, arrows straight through the head and stuff. I was like, oh, good, this is a bit of James Cameron style. I, I don't know. It's just... But I, it's I don't so... Know. It's just, uh, do you know who was offered Titanic first ooh, as ooh. revealed on the Howard Stern show? John, John's got to tell us this. Bond, Bond knows the answer, Dennis. You guess. Because I'm, oh, I'm asking the question. It's now. It's very obvious. I Johnny Depp. Johnny, Johnny really? Depp. Seriously? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Turn it down. He goes, uh, so on the Look Stern show, face. Dennis, he goes, uh, he goes, <laughs> he goes, he, Howard's like, he's like, Johnny, Johnny, what, a, what, a, what, what's like a really big movie that you turned down? He goes, well, let me put it this way too. I don't want to sell anyone out. <laughs> I, I I read I labored through about ten pages of Titanic, and I'm sweating and I'm all it was awful and I, I couldn't I couldn't stand it, and then Howard backed him up on even though he just he he had just had like James Cameron on kissing him kissing his ass about Titanic, <laughs> so that, and that made that to this day that makes national news that he, you could turn that down. Well, yeah, but he's still Johnny Depp. <laughs> Now you can do I, uh, Pirates, Caribbean, and Titanic crossover. Oh, I haven't even been on with John for so long that I haven't even got to say thank you oh, for yeah. the mayor of Kingstown. Um, recommendation. Uh, recommendation. Oh, that show I watched like five or six episodes straight in a row. Like Fantastic. Wow. Anyone who loves that. And, and John has a factoid on that is that John said that Depp would have been great for that. And I was like, yeah, Jeremy Renner is awesome. And Depp would have done it. Just as yeah, good. that's that's yeah. the type of show without I'm getting re- ahead, without Doug. getting run over by a without getting run over by a snowplow. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes, he turned down uh, Keanu Reeves in Matrix. Yes, Autobot. What? Exactly right, Neo. Yes, he turned that down as well. And that's what I said that he right. needs to do a crime drama, a gritty crime drama series like that. That's my that's step one in rehabilitating his career from the horrible decisions he's made in the last decade. Speaking of Howard. Mm. So, Bon, what's the first clip? We played the first clip, the the opening of the I show. I mean, second, we, second, yeah, yeah, yeah. The second. Second, what's the second? What's the second juicy if clip? You call it. The second part. Uh, well, this is good. This is just uh, them. It's just a little grab that they they're a bit off the script and they just interrupt each other brilliantly a few minutes after the submarine joke. By the way, Robin, I know but, you're a um, Kelly. Yes. What? No, I was no, saying, I, was I know, say you're, a, that, uh, I know um, you're a Kelly Clarkson what? fan. And you have... He had to push that through. And people say, we, we're bad. He does it as well, you know. So, uh, he, um... he steamrolls people just to keep going. The thing is, that set up, that set up all the horrible blobbing songs. I mean, they, they, yeah. she was trying oh. to sing Kelly Clarkson. I, oh. My ears feel like they were being oh. assaulted. I mean, that was so bad. And so I haven't awful. included any of them, but I've got. Thank a, Christ! Uh, Thank you. Oh, bless you. When, when did it happen, so guys? That you you can't handle any takes on satire that this show has anymore. Like, when did it stop? Like, there's something disingenuous about it. There's something forced. You know who it's coming from. You know they almost don't get their own bullshit. When did it happen yeah, that yeah, we yeah. don't we don't accept their satire anymore? Oh, you mean probably. what year sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Like when? When was uh, the year that you said? Not. I mean, you don't have to say. We always go back. And say, I, oh, an, I know. Left. I know when. 
uh, about 10 years ago, about 2013, it's 2014. That, it's always yeah. that time, right? It's always and, 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 and it just wasn't funny anymore. I yeah. mean, it, it just wasn't funny. It was just like, God, this is pretentious, and it's time-killing, and there's no humor. I guess it's for him. But, like, the Robin songs have never been funny. Her singing is not funny. There's nothing I tolerated for that a week, and then I got sick it's, of it real, this is real not quick. Funny. No, it's Mike not McGann, funny. yeah, 2011. Jeremy says 2014, yeah. uh, something like that. It just seems very forced. It seems very they're, they're missing the mark. It's cut from who it's coming from. You don't like. It's very important too that you like the people delivering the satire. So if you hate yeah. them, you don't care who's doing it. And I don't want to hear it. And I don't. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not accepting it on any level. So it's very important that you like the people delivering the satire. Otherwise, yes, you'll never buy it. Very good. Very. That is a. That's a very good point Thank because you, you can't like them when it's Chris Wilding trying to do it. If he's trying no. to turn no. these homosexual stories into satire, it's not. It's not I working. I don't think. I don't think it's meant to be it's not satire. Funny. I don't think I don't Absolutely. think it is. I think it's truly just to, to kind of push, uh, you know, being uh, a little light in the loafers. I mean, there's there's also, no there's no humor there. there really the guy is. making, uh, you know, eighty five percent of the marbles doesn't do any of doesn't actually participate in no. any of the satire. Doesn't write it. Doesn't perform it. But he gets all the money. That's that's a great gig, right? If you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God! In the chat, Benjamin is has put a grace. One girl likes the first day of summer. One girl likes the no, first day of winter. <laughs> Aaron Taylor goes. There was an Opie and Anthony Exodus, the one when I heard Howard talk about kittens and Beth, and then I was that was that's a pretty good, yeah. That show really really prospered from Howard being shitty right around that time. That mass Opie and Anthony Exodus, and he had all they had all the great comedians too. You could tune the in Baba and hear Bowie songs were funny. Uh, you mean Used Sal and Richards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way back I when. I find myself with the show. I'll hear a, like a good impression, and I love a good impression. But then I know I hate the person doing it, and I won't acknowledge that it's good just because I hate the person. I do this with Shuli a lot too. Even if he does something, I won't ever acknowledge it. Good, <laughs> I hate him so much. It's that's, you've got to have true. charisma behind what you're doing, otherwise it doesn't work in comedy. Well, speaking of the um, the Robin songs they were playing, um, in the mockery thread, uh, Monique pops in, and one person, I guess, didn't have a problem with the Robin songs, and she writes, <laughs> "Not gonna lie, Robin singing Kelly Clarkson makes me chuckle," and I was yeah. like, "Ah, right." <laughs> scroll down a little bit. Just scroll down to the bottom. I had to add my <laughs> I little touch too. to that. <laughs> did you just play cricket sound effects? Yes. In the background. That's yeah, really yeah. good. I, I baked see, it into the Fred. video, though, so I didn't have let's to do see, anything. Let's see Fred. Hawk and host and guide a show and then play sound effects at the same Fred, time like Bond Fred did. can't even find sound effects when he needs them. <laughs> That's... I mean, yeah, he, I don't yesterday was the fat, the fat girl on the phone. It took him, oh my god, it, it took him like a minute oh, and a half brings... to find the cow. Uh, you're right, Dennis. Forget Howard. Fred's got the easiest gig in all his show, in all yes. of radio slash, if you want to call this show business. No matter what Howard makes, Fred's job is easier. Mentioning Fred's perfect segue because, uh, so Howard. He's talk well. We're getting to that segue after this, but Howard's talking a little bit about Kelly, and then he talks about um, 
musicians, artists who write songs for other artists and have a listen to his thoughts. But, you know, you see so many artists say they gave a song to somebody. It seems to be a common thing yeah. among musicians to hear something and say, you know, that should be Kelly Clarkson singing it instead yeah. of me. That's a weird thing. I'm like, I, I'm not. If I was a songwriter, I wouldn't give anybody a beautiful song. And I'm singing it on my album. Jesus Christ. So, you know, he, you know, he has no idea. I didn't even get to the end of that. Just he, hold he on has, a second. Kelly Clarkson singing the, it instead yeah. of me. That's that, a weird thing. Is that yeah, I'm like, I, I'm not. If I was a songwriter, I wouldn't give anybody my beautiful song. I'm, I'm singing it on my album. The, the cure just, that's the greed. The so, cure just sent us a copyright. They're taking us off. Exactly. Oh, now I see what it is. Oh God, yeah, we're gonna get this. Thanks, Bond. You'll never get this monetized. Um, I thought it was um, I thought it was Xavier. Sorry, no, honey. No. Uh, oh, that's her. There she is. Oh my God. Yeah, we're we're done. We might as well, we might as well uh, tell YouTube, people. don't worry, don't even bother. It's all right, we don't need to be monetized. Love you, money. Oh, <laughs> chicken ears. Oh, my God, she's rocking out. <laughs> Love you, mon. Oh, um, isn't that so, cute? Why is Gary isn't, and Ross Ape in there, money? He's in the front row. <laughs> isn't that so, cute? Look at her. So, so the funny thing is that <laughs> 69... Has no idea how publishing works. You don't just give the song to somebody. You have the publishing rights to it. You make more money than they do because you wrote it. You own the publishing. That's the way it works, genius. You exactly. you really don't know anything, do you? I just loved how he said, if I wrote songs, I would never give them to anyone. You're not giving you know, them. You're it... letting somebody else sing it, and then when it, go, it makes a sells. A billion copies, you make money on that billion copies. Or you yeah. could just steal the title from Jackie Martling's comedy album and call your book Comes Again. That's a good that's a good way to go. <laughs> right, because you're more famous, just take it. And he won't know and he won't did, Kevin, did Mo take JD to the show? <laughs> <laughs> Public domain copyright. Public domain. Yeah, we're, we're copyright. Done <laughs> we're no, done that'll tonight. be all right. That's all right. It was live. You can put I know, up live I know. videos. Oh, you can it's do live? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so now they must have struck a deal with uh, Sour Shoes. So now he's on all. He's going to be on all effing time next uh, when they're back. Uh, and he's being a bit uh, difficult. And this is what I was mentioning about Fred. We're going to hear after this clip. He does this thing where he calls. <laughs> And then hangs up. Wait a minute, I hear oh, some oh, there he breathing. Is. Oh, sour. Good morning! Oh, there he is. What's going on? Hey, hey sour. Sour. It is a, it is a little bit of past the hour, but it's 7-11. Quack, quack. Albus of the morning program. Sour. Hello? Um, so he's having trouble with him, and Howard was doing a little bit of uh, sour. Thing. Yeah, and well, it's this funny is how he we're... won't mention Steve Langford's name when he does it because no, uh, no, he won't. Well, that. this just shows how those pauses where he's going sour. Fred had an optimal point to add this. I want you to go to jail for this. You know, and nothing. But, but Fred from is Fred. asleep. Like. 
That would have been funny. I would have laughed and cut during this. I would have said, at least Fred, Fred dropped a Langford no. uh, drop, and it was great. Fred yeah, everyone made me laugh. That, that was Bon Jovial that played that. That wasn't Fred. It sounds like that should have been Fred because it was so but seamless. That I was want bon you to go to jail for this. Yeah, that, Fre- that's Fred, Bon Planet. Fred is busy on Facebook Marketplace trying to get rid of old furniture. I mean, he's, he's, just not, he's not there. Facebook market, Dennis, I love how you graduated uh, King Norris from uh, MySpace to Facebook now. He finally he used to say MySpace all the time. He's up but to Facebook, Facebook now. He's on a Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace sounds archaic now. Like I know it does. It's been but, here you know. for years, and I've never thought of using it. But anyway, um, yeah. Langford left um, the show on really bad terms, so they they'll, they'll make a little, but they're not going to bring his name up. He's definitely on the red flag list. Monique's oh, absolutely, here. Absolutely, one hundred, one hundred and twelve percent. Monique's here in spirit, though. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, God. So, is there any more? Is there any more? That clip? Is there um, any no, more sour clip? Well, we've got we've got sour doing uh, Zoss rape, and I had to throw this in for you guys. God damn it! Isn't your most obscure impression Ross Zapin, who uh, works here at Sirius hey, XM? Hey, how are you? No one. Hi, hi, hey, how are you? Hi, this is Ross. I'm not here right now. Leave me a message, and I'll get back to you. Oh, weird. Hey, Ross. It's Gary. How you doing? Um, I got a copy of your Springsteen bootleg the other day, uh, tunnel, a tunnel of love, and it was great. Just give me a call back when you, when you get a chance. Bye. He's he's Gary is amazing. He does five minutes of Gary like. But they... to do a sauce to do a sauce raping is is quite is quite ambitious. Because all I know from sauce raping is how are ya? No, he sounds like every other Eugene tri-state yeah. with the with the with the with the tri-state accent. He's got a very very like you know that obnoxious tri-state. Oh yeah. Every stereotype that people hate about New York and New Jersey, he is all of it. The, the thing I noticed though about Sour is that they probably are paying him or something, and but they also gave him material, uh, and you can tell because it wasn't yes. Sour Shoes. It That's was what... really unfunny, no. No. and it it just went on and on and on without a punchline. It was just him kind of doing voices, and it it truly was not funny funny at all he did all the standard mike francesa he did mad dog it was just like uh when he did the whole mad dog calling out the mike francesca about uh dancing with the stars i you know that's howard's howard's people wrote that script yeah the 70 yeah. the 70 writers wrote that garbage it was not funny there was nothing entertaining about it I, and I, he was, I just hope they actually paid him. I hope they paid him. Oh, for they this. probably did. But he was actually talking in his real voice, so he yes. had to read. He he couldn't do it in a character. What they'd given him, he had to say it from him. Oh, he, you it, know, it, his normal personality. He, he would never do that. He never did exactly. That. They, yeah. So it, it's one hundred and twelve percent. He's getting something, and they wrote the stuff. Azores <laughs> has a question about uh, uh, Zapin. Um, Raping over there. It, Ross is still employed. Still coming. He's the uh, he's the West yes. Coast program director, right? He's, yeah, he's like he's like a vice president in the company. I mean, seriously, he is super high up in the company. Dennis and is right. I'm not officially sure what the title is. It's something I think like he's vice, vice president, vice president of West Coast programming, or something yeah. like that. He is he is like the guy for for West Coast programming, which is basically all the acts they get in Los, Los Angeles. He is well, he's the, he's the quintessential. We you know he's the quintessential. You know how he started, right? He was Dice's manager. Yep. And that's how he got introduced to Gary on the show. And then somehow 
He's one of these Jagoff um, executives in like who fails up, who constantly mm-hmm. gets one cush record executive gig after the next, although the record industry is completely bankrupt and done and destroyed. And he just keeps getting elevated. And it's cro- he's he's cronyism 101 and all those things. Yeah, you he hate cronied, about. he cronied his way from a record into Sirius. Yeah. Got a cushy job in Sirius doing music for them, which was like, really? And then he's gotten promoted all along. He's been there what uh, as long as how? Since, since well, that was one of my 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 partner theories. One of the one of the things I yep. pieced together to Howard's apartment is that he was told them, "I am you were you were hiring Ross Zapin as a music director uh, from for not just for his for the entire platform of yeah. Sirius. So that's how he he was brought over to Sirius at Howard's command. You don't do that unless you're a partner. And now he's the West Coast uh, director. And so that's like when they go, he's with Rasan, I think, when he's doing the the, the suck up show. Oh God, what a too insufferable, what an insufferable pair that is. Good God. Oh boy! All right, what do we what do we got next? What He's one of the on? most hated individuals by the former staff who no longer. Oh, talk Zoss? to Richie Wilson, whether it's Stuttering John, Artie, they all hate his guts. They all they hate Zoss, huh? Receipts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's something for you, Dennis. <laughs> CXM really stripper wife. Yes, Jeremy. Weird. She was on a uh, sex. And oh, XM. Ah ha ha Um. So he goes on, Howard goes, starts doing a big rant on uh, Prince Harry and uh, Megan. And Why? He's, this, this turns into a bit of a stumble for Howard. Check this out. Yeah. They didn't like that job. They wanted to come to America and work. They came to America. They got $20 million to work. And then they, according to Spotify anyway, they didn't really come through. But they had a job in England that paid them $20 million. And all they had to do was sit on their fat ass. I don't get it. Why would you it walk away? It was a away? lot easier what they were doing before. <laughs> God, you know, guys, 20, 20, oh Sorry, John. Go for it. No, it's okay. I thought you were stopping it. $20 go, million go, is go. a lot of money to most anybody, right? Except but Howard power. makes, we all know what he makes, right? Let's just let's go with 100 because it's easy. Could you imagine obsessing over someone who makes five times less than you and going along with this ruse that somehow we're supposed to not know what he makes. Could you imagine being that obsessed with counting other people's money that you're sitting yes. there stewing over someone who makes five times less than you, less than so, you. I don't even, you don't give it a thought, right? If someone makes five know, times less than you, you kind of feel sorry for him and like, all right. But well, you know, the other thing you. is the way that they have flipped because when, when he made, when Prince Harry made this insanely stupid decision, the two of them, were all in support of, of him doing this really incredible, stupid decision. And I remember that 112%. Clearly, both of them were parroting, oh, yeah, they need to get away from them. It's just, you know, this is, you know you're just really, you're just nothing but a tool to them, blah, blah, blah. Like and, he cares. Oh, yeah, and now like they... He cares about anybody's well-being in that situation. I know, but it's just hilarious that now they're like, well, you should have, you dopey, you should have stayed with the money. Well, no kidding, but you, you know... But even but, that's disingenuous. He uh, wants is. everyone to be broke. He doesn't want anyone to thrive. Even if it's no. like, even to, the, to the tune. He wants you to fuck up financially. He wants everyone to be. He wants all the marbles. He wants all the money. He wants everyone to be broke and destitute, he, so he can hide life, out in his basement. His life is Schadenfreude enjoyment. Of course, everything is Schadenfreude enjoyment for him. That's right. 
and he yes. goes further in he this is where he starts a major stumble a classic mm. howard stumble oh my god please let me wake up in some alternate universe where they tell me we want to give you millions of dollars and we want to give you a title and you get to live in a big mansion and you don't have to do a fucking thing for it <laughs> now who wouldn't no, take that deal a... now uh, wait does a anyone want to mm. address the elephant in the room mm. <laughs> yeah when he said that that was like that was pretty funny i'm like um, mm. Howard, you just described yourself. You get paid millions of dollars to do nothing, <laughs> and you're in a big giant mansion in the basement. Does anybody nothing. know the origin of Wigorous slang too close to the sun? No, and projecting no. it. No. Did he really just deliver that with no he irony? Just, with no irony, no irony. Just, Straight no... <laughs> up. Straight up, he delivered that. Just. Only Talk about Howard not having... could have an easier life than the royal family. Like, everyone's going, what do they do all day? They just play polo on the front lawn. I mean, Howard's life is essentially easier than theirs. Yeah, it's yeah, always that huge, rigorous moment. <laughs> but Howard, Howard, you know, uh, you know, the royal family actually has to do duties because they yeah, are the royal they family. They're, they're they got to go to Australia. Yeah, it's got to go to Canada. Work. They, it's 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 yeah, it's, they, it's nine to five work, like yeah, a job. It's work. They they're they're. It's all charity, yeah. They, it's so he doesn't know anything about anything. Right. He's such a xenophobe. Yeah. He does nothing outside of America. Actually, no. Worse arm. He knows nothing outside of New York City. Oh, uh, I might say the Hamptons now, Dennis. I was going to yeah, say. I mean, he, he you're right. Yeah, he knows nothing. I mean, you, you, if you drop them in the middle of Pennsylvania, he'd be lost. I'm talking like Allentown or something <laughs> like that. He'd be utterly, just completely lost. Well, how stupid do you have to be to get lost in New York City where the streets are numbered? <laughs> They're numbered. It's literally, it's just, it's, it's a little bit, it's a, it's, it's west, it's east, it's north, and it's, you know, the river's over here, and it's, 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 it's numbers. To streets not know Manhattan. Streets east, west, avenues run north, it's south. The easiest thing in the world. To not know Manhattan would <laughs> be the biggest. That qualifies our 79 IQ thing, if anything oh, does. It's 69 IQ at this point because there's... Dennis downgraded it last year. So he's a moron. 59 in a year, I'd say. Oh, he's, he's a, he is. He's lived in Manhattan. I'm saying I think he left Allison in 97. So I right. think he's been there since 97. So what do we got? That's 26 years. He still doesn't know numbered streets. He still no. can't go from his penthouse, three penthouses, to the studio. It's a mile and a half away. He couldn't walk it. He couldn't drive it. He but, still doesn't know that route. But John, it's even, even more bizarre because streets run east and west and the avenues run north and south. It makes it real friggin' easy to figure out where you are, yep. no matter where you are in Manhattan. You can figure out where you are. And I live besides... on West 67th Street. I'm on 42nd Street. I guess I just walk up 20 streets and I'm home. He doesn't know to do He can't figure that out. And, and <laughs> when he was a kid, his parents used to take him there. I mean, yeah. he's been going to Manhattan. He's actually been going there, right, since, right, he's gone to the studio. Since right, he's a kid. Right, and the he underdog still can't studios. figure it out. They said in the chat uh, it was Kive 96 and Reno and all your little mocketeers and Monique is the Stern show is the only one that can ruin Sour Shoes' genius. If yeah. anybody gets a chance, check out Sour Shoes on like the, the, the Dan Patrick show or Boomer Esiason or something. They will leave him on for 15 minutes and there's no script and he does. It's so much better than him on Howard. Only Howard could ruin the Sour Shoes and, and literally – 45 minutes of Ronnie, and to get Sour Shoes for 45 seconds, you're, you're lucky to ever get that. Uh, Frank Zen, yes, there are many stories of Howard not knowing where he was in Manhattan. Yeah, many, many stories. Literally walking. He tried to walk once from 
was it from the studio back to his apartment and he couldn't figure it out? Well, there was a there was yeah. a kind of a I, was it a nine eleven story where uh, there was some kind of stoppage or some kind of alert in New York where they had to walk. And he couldn't, but he's humble brag. He's bragging that he's so, he's so privileged. He so doesn't need to know this, that he, he's proud of himself for, and then this is like another, like loves not to know. He loves not knowing. Yeah, but the you know, this love not to know. And then also then looking like a moron. And if you don't know how to get from, you know, Rockefeller center to where you live, you are a moron. Uh, you just you're just a moron. Well, he's he, proud of it, Dennis. He doesn't know the difference. He doesn't know. He thinks he likes that sort of uh, um, sequestered. It gives him boy in a bubble feeling. He loves to not know the direction. Look, look at me beating the system. I don't even need to know the streets, and everyone does it for me. <laughs> That's funny, Affy. Oh my God. Ah, Robin. I'm surrounded by some sort of Dominican. That's 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 a lot. That's that's a line to get lost, right? That's one of the. Wow, we're all hating on Howard today, aren't we? Oh, <laughs> well, we should. That's what we did today for the show. There's a little bit of hate. Quick, quick little... question. Serious, serious question. Yeah. Uh, I talked about this yesterday. I was thinking about it. I didn't get a chance to say it. If you had to ask Beth in all her candor, forget about the money and everything. Name me three qualities that Howard has. Name three qualities that you think you like in Howard. What would she possibly say? The man has no... It's hard to have no virtues or no qualities. He manages wait, to wait, have wait. nothing I respect in a human being at this point. Oh, wait, wait. As Beth, well, he likes he likes kittens, and, and and he makes me pictos, and he takes my picta, and and he puts it in magazines. If you had to ask her personality, yeah, that that might be. But That's she it. would personality, nothing, just nothing. Held to the flames, what would she say about his virtues as a human being? It named three things. Forget the money. Forget all Where's the that crickets? celebrities. Yeah. I... <laughs> that's literally this. There is no. There are not three qualities as a human being that he has. He, right, there there are not three. No. Let's finish no. off this uh, Royals bit. The deal at Spotify is peanuts compared to what they were. They were getting free homes, free food. Free transportation, free trips everywhere. Clothing. And everyone's <laughs> sucking your balls. Yeah. Robin, clothing. Clothing. <laughs> she just wails. Clothing. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's such a big deal to them. Clothing. Oh, not 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 the private not the private jets not all the nice cars to get driven around in not the giant not the castles to live in no it's the clothing okay this, and this this caller calls in and wants how to talk about this and this is just one another moment do you mind talking a little bit about your old radio career <laughs> and uh, like every time you bring up how it was like. You know, starting your radio career and where Robin came out of nowhere. And you, know, you don't really depict it as well in the movie as you do when you talk about it on air. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? And listen to this reply from Howard. This is Yeah, it makes sense. I know what you mean. I got to be in the mood to talk about old radio stories. I'll, I'll get there, Eric. Just stay tuned. In okay? the mood. What, like on the air? <laughs> He has to be in the mood. He has it's just going to be caller. on the air. Once so, a week, so, he'll do it. So this fake caller calls up and sets up 
a time killer. And then he just goes, yeah, I have to be in the mood. And, and, just... and, and the fake caller described things that are fantasy. Blobbin didn't come out of nowhere. Blobbin was found by the, the program director to be put with Howard. And that, that, that is, that, that's where Blobbin came from. She didn't come out of nowhere. She was set up to be with Howard. That was and done. It's not in, that some was phenomenal pairing or some phenomenal story. That's no. how radio works. You exactly. don't work over here. They throw you together. It's not some f- weird happenstance, brilliant uh, talent combing yeah. by him. It happens all the time, all over the country. You, you know, I mean, it, it's like, and, and it's old. I mean, literally, what are you going to talk about? Is radio? He he went. He got lucky. He got a job in Connecticut. Found Steve Dahl stuff. Stole it because his program director helped him learn to steal it. Then he got a bigger job in Detroit using Steve Dahl material, and then got found out, wanted out of there as fast as possible, and then he went to D.C. They paid him even more money, more Steve Dahl material. Uh, get, gets Robin, um, and then he gets, uh, and then he gets the, and then somehow by miracle gets hired by WNBC and uses the Steve Dahl material in the afternoon and finds Jackie the Joke Man to help him fun- be funny and Fred so he can drop sound effects. Okay, yeah, real difficult. What, is, what a struggle. How much total time has he spent outside of New York? Uh, it was... Detroit, four, Washington, four years? Hartford. Oh, wait, wait, is it even wait, wait. The college, with college, it was about I Forget college, years. forget college. Forget oh, college. Uh, f- four years, maybe? Maybe five of his whole life? Maybe five years. He graduates college in 1975, I want to say. 75, 76, right? So you say, yeah, it's about four years outside of New York, and then he's at WNBC. That's no struggle. That's not struggling the country. Yeah, you're. And he never went into the central time zone, ever. He never worked in the central time zone. No, Detroit misses it, doesn't it? It's, Detroit's it just in the Eastern Time Zone. Just misses the Central Time Zone. So I always thought he, of it. As he's never worked. He's never worked outside of the Eastern Time Zone in his yep. entire life. Or taken. He's the only New Yorker I know who's never taken the subway. He took it like once when once. he was interviewing or something for W and hasn't been on it since. Never been on the subway since, which is utterly hilarious. <laughs> what I love about this is old radio stories. I'll I'll get there, Eric. Just stay tuned, okay? Now. I'll get there. I've got to be in the mood for the next ten minutes or so. He goes into it all again. <laughs> he, he okay. Now he's pretending so he's in the studio. So this is a bit of JD. We have a, such a beautiful radio studio here at Sirius XM. We even have a glass booth so we can watch JD eat. Like we, they they know we need to be entertained. So we put JD in a giant glass booth, and he sits there and eats his lunch, and we all stand around and watch him. Oh, is he talking present tense? Really? He is because he he's wants. Lo- he's trying to change the narrative and get it so that everyone thinks he's back there. I mean, most pe- most of them. Pro- I bet Marianne from Brooklyn thinks he's back there. No, there's no way Marianne. Well, actually, I'm sorry, Marianne is that stupid. Um, all, he's it's weird. It, 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 that whole that statement was very bizarre and. You know, you know what's so funny is that last night I brought up about all the money they're wasting on having a studio there with nothing in it, and so today they brought up the studio. Quite, quite strange. Uh, yeah, they they brought up a few uh, be- m- m- uh, memory, memory berries, memory berries from last night. 
and well, we to, broke, to we, broke a, we we stumbled onto a decent point last night. One of the many reasons he'll never go back to the studio is he keeps all that. So anytime that the less production they have, the less construction, the less studio they have, he keeps mm-hmm. all that stuff is money he keeps. So he's never going to go back in. It's it's just it goes right in his pocket. Never going to get another comedian in. You're never going to get more programming. You're never get another show. All he he as we found out from that contract, which I excavated, he keeps all of it. He keeps every time he, he took a show away. We always used to surmise that we're like, oh god, I guess he's a, yes, yes, yes. When Bubba's yep. show goes away and Pharrell's show goes away and Jay Thomas and Fitzsimmons and all that shit, he keeps all that money. That's why there's no 101. That's his. Exactly. That's himself giving himself a bonus that he didn't get when he counts. Uh, when you subscribe to Sirius for the NFL Network and he counts it for himself. I wouldn't know if I'd been in a coma for the last three and a half years or whatever. I wouldn't know that he wasn't there. The way he talks with all the idiots on there, the staff, it just sounds like they are in there. Like they don't well, need, he doesn't need, he never needed no, it. No, I say that all the time. Who cares it, if he goes never back used to the studio? It. It's not going to well, be better. Didn't, didn't only, use it properly at all. Well, no, no, no. When, when the show was good, it was very helpful to be in studio because you had more. Uh, uh, genuine moments of staff coming in because it wasn't over Zoom. It was coming mm. into the actual studio yeah. and having no- physical interaction. Nothing's happened since the last, uh, say, the 2017, I'm going to say, when mm-hmm. Gary had the big fight with Shuley and he called him the C word. Nothing, mm. no fights have really happened since then that you'd need to be in the studio. No, that it'd the- be worth it. That it'd be and worth it. Fight- like that Gary fight was riveting. I was like, yeah, well, that was I, I the last. To end. That was the last real fight on the air. That literally yeah. was the last real fight because all the fights now are just they're scripted. And the Brent fights with Shirley, that felt scripted. They weren't getting angry enough to where you felt like they wanted to get into an actual thing. Like that Gary one sounded like he wanted to just walk in and get violent. It was so good. Okay, now, he doesn't go, Howard doesn't have to go anywhere because uh, he's got this uh, installation at home that he uses that we some we all have one, but he doesn't need to go anywhere because he has this. That's his reasoning now. I don't go anywhere anymore <laughs> because I realize seeing stuff, it's really not that great. Like, I love watching TV because I see all the stuff I want to see right on that big box, and I got a nice TV too. Now, that's a disturbing statement, and Robin punches back with and we're hitting the funniest moment of the show happens right now i loved going to southeast asia and meeting the people and seeing what their culture was like (laughs) yeah and and seeing these amazing sights and sounds and smells i i got to feed a monkey Think about, I say this all the time, Could you imagine getting into, uh, you're trying to get into radio or the podcast business, and you package this as material as a sizzle reel and submitted oh, this yeah, to John. a program nice. director. And he Good had call. to hear this. This is a show. This is the best I come up with. This, this repartee. Please hire me right now and put me on afternoon drive. And I'm going to brag about the size of my TV and how I don't go anywhere. Could you it's imagine the, selling? Uh, I know, John. It's crazy. He's he's, Isn't it? he's sick Nobody in the head. Nobody in the world can get away she, with something this bad. She doesn't even notice that. No, that no. how sick that is. She's, I I got to feed a monkey. 
But then you think you think my first thing would be okay. Well, we have two out of touch, repugnant narcissists on the air. Let's get someone who's a modicum of down to earth who relates to someone, to a commoner, to a blue bean, somebody in there. And nope, this is good enough for them. God forbid Fred chimes in, right? Oh, it's just the best. I don't know. And I, I mean, so that was the highlight. That was the highlight of Blobbin going to Southeast Asia. All the other stuff there was nothing. She got to feed a monkey. Oh, she's trying to school him on that. She's saying she you got to feed breathe a monkey. the air, man. You've got to, you got to live, and it, and it's. Oh. Tamara and, Francois says it. You know, this is like what people who in an assisted living facility brag about. And this is what like seniors with no cars say. This is how they talk, bragging. I don't, I don't need to go anywhere. I got everything I need right here. Yeah, that dash is that's, that's the spot show. on. That is literally spot yep. on. That's the show. So, once again, bring up the point. Has so much wealth been wasted so much on one person? Well, the, the, to accrue that wealth is this is the reason to to justify being an agoraphobe, shut in. But it's not that he's that this is some mental illness. He's he thinks he's this is complete elitism. This is he thinks you are beneath him and he can't be around. This is not some mental illness that's supposed to be treated. And so when you call him Howard Hughes, he loves oh, no, that. No. He's been he's planning not, for years to be this. But he's nowhere near Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes was truly a little nuts. But let's put it this way. Howard Hughes bought the hotel he was living in. That yeah. I mean, that that's does that swinging. That's a swinging day. <laughs> I mean, that's seriously. He just like, all right, you want to kick me out? I'll just buy the place. Okay, great. He, he wants it's you a, to think he's tortured and complicated yeah. and no. the therapy's working. This is a guy who thinks you're beneath him. This is all elitism. It's nothing to do with oh, absolutely. Not to be that's... pitied. It's not some... <laughs> Why go on vacation when you can just take a pill? Classic uh, Nick. Nice. Yes. Nick Cheers. That's a great one. And look at this one. For what it's worth. Oh, thanks, man. Best principal. That's a nice comment from me. Uh, anyway, now they. This gets even better. They're still. They're still on this. You can't oh, I read. Sure, I can. It's called the Bronx Zoo. I've done it. I remember a monkey. I have a video of a monkey attacking my. So, wait, wait, I'll just play I, that I back. Got to feed a monkey. You can't oh, I read. Sure, I can. It's called the Bronx Zoo. I've done it. I remember a monkey. I have a video of a monkey attacking my grandfather because he was whoa, whoa. around with the monkey. Wait, 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 mm -hmm. wait, 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 wait. All right. So, is that, wait, wait, is that Grandpa Sal? Who, who got it? Had to be Grandpa Sal getting uh, attacked by a monkey. I see where you're going. His hair survived, though, Dennis. Yes, <laughs> his hair's the only thing that survived. Um, now, what a, what a what a horrible childhood, right? Could you imagine having a, a, a color video camera in the '70s, running around videotaping oh, stuff? Sixties. This is what a, '60s. What a horrible 60s. childhood. I, 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 in the eighties, we didn't have a video camera. I didn't. I think I had <laughs> one friend who had a video camera. You ever had the one friend in your group that? Uh, He's the, the, the one dad who tapes all the sports games and he passes the tape around. And was like one guy on my basketball team's father had a video camera. It was yeah. a very, very privileged thing if you had that. Even I'm talking late 80s, early 90s. Same here. Yeah. I mean, but think about it. For his grandfather to be alive, it was the 60s. Yeah. 60s. <laughs> Do we, do we believe do we even believe this story though i mean no I, I, that's why it's so it's such nonsense right. never been told before 
Yeah. In, in 40 years of radio, never said it once before, and now all of a sudden Grandpa Sal's getting getting attacked by a monkey because he was teasing a monkey. Oh, okay. That's, Maybe I think he's jealous was... of his jet black hair. <laughs> Sitting on that story for 57 years, he's going to tell Absolutely. it Absolutely. <laughs> At what point in the show are we, Bon? Where, where is, where, are you doing this in chronological order, or is this just yeah. about around? A, we're uh, what, around 8 Chronological. Okay. We're about eight o'clock now. This, I mean, seriously, this is how bad the show was. Because you need, you need to do, you need to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning to do this. Th- these gems. This is, this is great stuff. You got to wake up early to do this. You don't want to wait. You don't want to waste this on the afternoon. No, no. He wakes up at four a.m. I he know. It's at it's four a.m. According to him. So this is, this is four, three hours to get ready to do this. And the best is still the best list. So I'll just play. I remember it back a monkey. Here. I have a video of a monkey attacking my grandfather because he was he was <laughs> around with the monkey. It's like you know, like teasing him, right? Which you're not supposed to do. And he was like, "Hey, here's a peanut. Ah, I'm taking it away." Like, oh, that monkey grabbed onto his hand. <laughs> now, bullshit. Just watch. Just watch this. We're going fake, to the fake, uh, fake, 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 fake. Exactly. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to the uh, visualizer here for the audio. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. Just, just, because I edited, I, uh, I edited this. Just, just, just listen to what he says after that and look at it. And this is the most, I think it's one of the most bizarre moments I've seen on this show ever for, for, for this stupidity. Monkey grabbed onto his hand. <laughs> Monkey. Monkey. Well, this monkey wasn't in a zoo. <laughs> so he says monkey That's... twice. I, I, yeah, you'd I, think I, I copied it. Weird. It sounds like no. it's edited, but I, he, 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 that's the, he. That was a bizarre, you're right. That was a really unnatural, well, bizarre he, repeat. Because I heard it and I'm like, okay. Like, he's like trying to find the script. Like, he, he I guess yeah. he lost his papers. And he just said monkey. How long before it's... that same monkey attacks Beth in Central Park? <laughs> I, swear, I swear to God, I gotta... that's coming next. Yeah, Benjamin, he goes, what happened to the, I, we, we made the comparison. Bon, you know Seinfeld pretty well. I know Dennis does. The the character Peterman, right? He paid yes. Kramer for his stories, and it was called what real Peter – this is what Howard does. Yep. He takes stories of people who have lives lived and uses them as his own. There's no question about it. I use them, but he, although he doesn't pay for them, Peterman actually paid Kramer for them. Yeah, Howard exactly. Just he just steals everybody else's yeah. stories. I've got to play it again because it stunned me when you see it in action. Monkey grabbed onto his hand. <laughs> Monkey. <laughs> Monkey. Well, this monkey wasn't in a zoo. Whoa, whoa! It's Fun. incredible. If you look at the waves. That's the same clip played twice. No, I, 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 I um, sure? zoomed no, in on it. Go back and look it. at it. Go back. The monkey with... grabbed onto. I zoomed in on it. I zoomed so in wait, on her, it. So wait, her laughing is the same, the same cadence. And but I, I zoomed monkey. right in on it, and they're different ways. Oh, there they, is a they, slight sh- difference. Jesus, they're so yeah, pathetic. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like she, it. Oh they God. looked identical I... until you zoom in on them. Oh my I'm god, that I, is insane. I, I promise us I wouldn't use this reference ever again, but we don't have to Zabruder film this stupid show. That's that's fine. I believe but you. it's still pretty. <laughs> you don't have to go over it. Right. But you know the what? Fun, the thing about it is that they're both 
to pause to laugh at that like it was a really funny joke. I think he, Howard's sitting there going, <laughs> Yeah, the more my, nervously, the, the faker the laugh one. it is, you know it's a fake story. You know the, the, the more nervously. Oh, and he, he, but he, he thought it was so great that he wanted to go just wallow in it like, oh, that was so good. Monkey. It's not even funny. It wasn't. Monkey. Right now. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, he can never fix those pauses. He cannot make those those those, those awkward stilted pauses where Artie would have went in. He there's no fixing that. And Fred, right? They're bringing up Fred DM Film Fed. You're right. Fred, show Fred. Where's the play a Tarzan sound effect? Actually, King Kong, something. Wait a minute. I don't know if I heard Fred at all today. I don't think Fred was was he not on air at all today. I think Fred was completely checked out today. One hundred and one hundred twelve percent checked out. I don't. I don't. Th- I honestly don't think he was there. If he didn't show up, no. what would? Well, he was there, but he didn't do anything. You know what I mean? He was kind of there, but like reading the newspaper. <laughs> He's exhausted because he talked last week. Remember, he talked oh. for a bit. Yeah, he, he and that that must have knocked the wind. He must have been like, oh, I can't go on anymore for like till till later in the year. Um, now, Howard's, Howard would do something to someone if he was on this submarine, and this is just, uh, I'm not, like, politically correct and going to get all, how should he, just t- what? W- let me, give me your just thoughts. Play it. They this should be bad. glad, too, that I'm not on that submarine because you know as soon as they announce, look, we, we're in a dire situation. Like how long do you think it would take me to kill the rest of the fuckers in that submarine? Because <laughs> so that I'm could gonna, be going on, too. <laughs> how quick do you think I would choke them out? Because you need all the oxygen for yourself. Well, we're all going to die anyway. <laughs> Why not let them die by my hand? Well, you know you don't need the pilot anymore because he's lost right. control. Because so he's an asshole. Have... <laughs> right. So you might as <laughs> yeah. well knock him off. And then yeah. these two rich guys, what do you care about them? Yeah. And uh, the son, who cares about him? You know, right. and so I don't know who the other person is that you might have to consider. But don't make any friends if you go on a trip like that. What I would do is I would grab the little black box that people shit in and take the point of it and smash it into their heads. Kill them <laughs> all. Where are you going to shit? Down your shit all over the... Well, I'm just going to shit in the submarine. The submarine. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to find me in a big pile of shit. <laughs> and a few sandwiches. There's no champagne in this oh, uh, jalopy? Uh, rock- yeah. Jesus wow. Christ. Good stuff. There's, there's a, no situation a... where Howard can't think like a self-serving sociopath shitbag. No matter what thing you throw in front of him, like, how do I benefit? How can I get more than the guys in the submarine? And, He's always and, thinking and, on those terms. No matter what and honestly, there is not a more sociopathic statement that he's made in a long time. It's right to it. Said there. That was incredibly it, sociopathic. Not, not, it's yeah. not for the good of the team or the crew. No. It's like, it how do be funny I either. benefit? Not even trying to be funny. That's, no. that's, the that's real sociopathic guy. behavior. Yep. It's right beautiful. It's perfect. And Jesus. keep in mind, like, uh, if he was in there, uh, Howard would not be strangling anybody. No. Howard no. would be in the fetal position saying, you know, oh my God, my wife isn't here. Oh, she's going to get all my money. <laughs> yeah, no. they're all stated. Mr. D, G. Canada, he's the last guy that's going to commit any violence that's going to yeah. move any needle. I mean, look at that Marfon. Do you honestly think he can? I mean, he can't even handle beef. Beef could put him in a chokehold. Oh, she I can mean, easily kick on. his ass. 
Easily. I've been saying it for years. You could easily kick his ass. I mean, he, That's why I was big... I was I was hoping that the Depp Amber Heard stuff would Howard and Howard and Beth uh would go that route. That would be my ultimate what, dream is to Beth have that drop same a deuce with, on the bed. Yes, Beth dropping a deuce and kicking <laughs> the shit out of him every day. But it's not because he's he doesn't want to fight back and hit a woman. He literally gets his ass kicked and he tries to fight back. That that trial with those two would be the ultimate thing. She has the same histrionic <laughs> personality disorder. And Robin uh, goes forth with another text messages from the ocean floor. We're getting text <laughs> messages from the bottom of the ocean floor. Wow. <laughs> First of all, there's been not one report of yeah. any uh, any communication <laughs> at all. But now Blobbin is is just now conflating that they're 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 on their phone, just they're doing you know doing a chat. They're on there doing a chat, you know, where they hey, we're on the ocean floor here. You know, just come get us. <laughs> Can you come and help us out? We're, we're yeah, probably yeah. the... oh, hold on. Hold, hold on. Uh, um, I'm on WhatsApp. Hold on, let me get my WhatsApp going. I'm gonna I'm gonna chat up there. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of what's happening. Good <laughs> lord now. Dennis, you didn't hear only only buck only buckwald clients can get a cell reception in a submarine. You didn't know that? They're, they are oh, twelve thousand <laughs> Johnny they are twelve thousand seven hundred feet below the surface of the ocean. Yeah, Ooh. that's over two two miles down. It's two and a half miles down. There is no reception down there at all. She's what the kids call a basic bitch. <laughs> now, <laughs> do you want to talk about Kelly Clarkson for a moment? Because oh boy. Oh wait, David, hold on, David. Robin Quivers stars in. 20,000 pounds under the sea. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Uh, <laughs> I do love that. Look at him. He's losing his mind, David. Look what you've done to this man. Oh, look at this. Thanks for the super chat. Super Ooh, chat. Josh. I need a drop for super chat where it goes super, super, super chat. Thank Hold you, on. Josh Foster. Thank you for the Mike Jabinski references yesterday in the chat. That was uh, fantastic. The G-Man. Super chat. <laughs> I raise you one Mike Jabinski for a Mike O'Corn and Otis Bird song. Thank you, Josh. Now, I've got a little... Uh... Little rundown of Kelly Clarkson. Al W writes, you could trap Howard at a sushi restaurant, but it's on the second floor. Remember the shots of him trying to walk down the Nobu stairs? Like there's like a, I guess it's like a celebrity entrance, and somebody yes. took a shot of him in a silhouette trying. Was he getting help down those stairs? Oh, the stair shot is. Oh, that's it's such a great picture. I, I mean, yeah, hell, he could be trapped beautiful. on a on a three stairs off a set. Yeah, it I doesn't mean... matter. Right, right, right. I think the, the great thing help was the misery. He, he looked miserable, I think, in the <laughs> shot. Like, just suffering. All right, have a listen. Sit back, Dennis, and have a listen to Kelly. I titled this, Kelly Clarkson does not shut up. What what tells you inside that hey I'm 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 nobody but I'm not going to take these recording contracts? Well, 
I think that that's the difference, though. Like, even I had this talk with my artist from The Voice, D Smooth, this last season, and he was like, well, I'm a nobody. I'm excited to sing with you. And I'm like, what do you mean? Everybody's somebody. What does that mean? What people mean by that? Like, you're not in the limelight. You're not famous. You don't have enough leverage or whatever to do that. I've just never thought <laughs> like that. Like, I'm just as comfortable on my ranch as I am on stage. I'm just as comfortable at Walmart as I am Gucci. Like, I'm just as comfortable. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I think people put so Walmart. much thought because society puts that pressure on us or puts the ideas and we watch all the commercials. Whatever. We are all the same. And I think just from an early age, I've had a lot of jobs and I've been a hard worker and I had to, or else nobody else was paying my electricity or water. And when you have little to lose, I will say that's helpful in the sense of going, hey man, I'm a pretty good waitress. Like, this is it. And this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm pretty badass at it. So it's all right. Like, it's a friend of mine, uh, Jessica. She's, everybody knew my place had just burned down in LA. <laughs> I'd been living in my car for a few days. And then I was like, okay, I had enough money to like get back home and then I just save up and come back out and keep trying. Because I don't have those kind of like roots. I'm not a person that like feels bound by anything. Like, and I love singing, but like, I could have done like several other things and probably had a great <laughs> life, you know? So I, I'm not like one of those people that feels like there's just like the one opportunity. Almost in that person to a fault oh, where I think the other, right? and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I didn't sing or if I, you know, you just think about like life things, like sliding doors, like if you had made a choice and not made a choice, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I think I'm the other way. I didn't know there were so many different artists because I like singing different genres music. That was actually my goal, was to become a background singer. So I don't know. I never really envied that. So that's not the part I envy. I just loved was being able to sing different genres music and being able to make, like, when I found out I could make a living singing, like, my brain exploded. I was like, wait, what? What am I doing in algebra right now? Like, I was like, like, I was like what? I'm never going to use this. They say I'm going to use it. It's a lie. <laughs> I'm never going to use that. So it's, I just, I, it blew my mind that you could do something that you love. All right. Jive wow. Nice Betty Hill. Christ. <laughs> oh my God! I was, I was fixating on my memories of prepubescent teen that, uh, with that uh, Benny Hill at nine, six o'clock at night. Yeah, at I love that Benny Hill. <laughs> that's, um, uh... But yeah, no, um, boy, she's very, uh, she's very taken with her own voice and her Ooh. own really deep thoughts. Um, oh, they got into it, man. Oh, it was she's, excruciating. Um... She is no Lucy. Such... It looks like. It looks like Kelly is eating her words and everything else. Uh, I, I actually picked up a few things in there. I loved her talking about her normie girl life. I was a waitress and I shop at Walmart. Howard oh, yeah. doesn't relate to anything she said. And he literally no. never had to do anything remotely, which she was describing as I've actually paid my dues. And Howard? there's nothing in there that he relates to. Howard has, n I don't think Howard has actually stepped foot into a department store. Target, yeah, Walmart, yeah. TSS. No, if you got even Walmart or Target or anything like that, I'm, not, I, I'm talking like even like a Macy's, Macy's, uh, right, a Nordstrom's. He hasn't since since like the 80s. I mean, seriously, like the last time he probably ever stepped foot in any place like that was the 80s. Oh, you posed that question in the mockery thread yesterday, and I showed you that the yeah. only time he's been to a supermarket is on Seinfeld's Comedians yeah. in Cars in Coffee. It was like a Gristides or a yeah. And he had no idea. He had no idea the price of stuff. Nothing. Yeah, he, yeah. He literally was... had – he was clueless. In full Frankenstein fucking Varvados mode. Oh, Can't this, bend his elbows. Reaching sucks. for the Apple Jacks on the top shelf. You guys did such a great show about that appearance. That's and a good I couldn't show. couldn't get it onto oh, YouTube because of the copyright issues. It was so funny. You were playing back all that supermarket, and I tried to put it onto YouTube, and it was just bam, 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 not going to happen. It's so funny. You know, what that's one of the shortest uh, comedians oh, in Cars, Bond, they ever did. It's uh, 14 oh, yeah, minutes. He, it's he, one of the... He, yeah, that's right. He wouldn't go um, out to the country at the end, right? Yes. They had him with, with, They had yeah. him editing. Uh, there was so much he wanted taken out, so he had to meet at Tony, Kerbo, Tony Coburn's brownstone around the corner. Everybody knows where you live. Everybody knows you're on 167th in Columbus. And Howard wouldn't have Seinfeld pull up in front of the Millennium Towers, and uh, he picked them up there. But it's one of the shortest comedians in cars. I think it's like in the top three. It's 14 minutes. And there's actually a deleted scene of those two jerk-offs talking about um, – Scientology, uh, uh, TMing. It was it was it was oh. taken out 
and you're given right, to a right. transcendental meditation. It's so creepy. It's so creepy. I remember yeah. that. And he likes. Remember, yeah. remember, he likes to. He likes to taste. He likes to eat chocolate. Oh, chocolate right. Chocolate cake he goes, he goes. or chocolate bars? Yeah. Just chocolate. Yeah. Jerry, you know, you know what my favorite thing is at a diner? Chocolate. I chocolate. love the chocolate. You want to split a brownie? You want to split a brownie? And he takes out like a spork <laughs> and he's splitting a brownie. I want some Good hot Lord. water. I want some hot water. Can I get some, some hot lemon? water and lemon? Hot water and lemon, please. <laughs> by the, and uh, by the way, if I'm Kelly Clarkson, I'm listening to this show and I see how the, the lack of passion and energy and all the dead air. And I'm saying, I got to punch this up. I would I would speak like a mental patient, too, if I were her. I'd be on Coke and MDMA and, and Adderall and everything. <laughs> I would be so nervous. I wouldn't, if you heard That's... this show and the lack, how shitty it is, I'd be like, I got to do something to save it. I got to oh, bring it because they ain't bringing it. The... There's no Artie. In the early 2000s, I, I was in nightclubs on Saturday nights with a girl yelling all that in my ear, you know, at 4 a.m. Yes. high on all kinds of stuff. And it, the anxiety, I got flashbacks listening to it. I was like, oh, my that, God. That was, um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Marta and, is right. And welcome back, Marta. I haven't seen in you here in a while. Welcome back. Um, yes, Jerry was completely, I don't want to say trolling, but he was drilling Howard and, oh, and really, did. really doing he, it. He did I troll hate him, normally. He yeah, did troll yeah. because he's like, oh my God, what is this? We have a hair person. This is, we're just doing a, we're doing a comedy bit in a diner and there's a hair person here. Yeah, he, no one's worried about your weight, Howard, or your hair, or you. And, uh, he was, he, it's, that's, a, that's the most I've liked Seinfeld and probably ever. I mean, normally is a, you know, he's, he's, he's very much, he and Howard have so many similarities as sort of like, you know, 1954 Jewish prince elitist who've never lived a regular life, who've mm -hmm. had it really good. So, but that's the most I've ever liked Seinfeld. If anybody gets a chance, comedians in cars with coffee, it's this, the Howard episode. I think it's season three. It's the shortest one. It's 14 minutes, but give it, it a, give so it a try. It's so uncomfortable. Yep. It's so uncomfortable. So unnatural. It will, it will make you just giddy how just creepy and bad it is and how hard how hard jerry is trying he's trying so hard and it's just no uh, howard took the money too remember he had to pay him yes uh, he, he's like well he gave me 400 dollars. i'm gonna keep it and seinfeld was shocked that howard needed and took the money so he, yes. he was the only guest i think in the history of the show yeah, like no comedians who actually struggle didn't take the money and howard took the money And with that, we go to this. Cleaning out the computer. There's so many options here. Um, we have um, we have the Kelly Clarkson stuff. Do you have the Zoss raping stuff? I don't know if you feel like playing the uh, Paula Poundstone stuff, but I guess no, we'll Paula go Poundstone's with. Paula Poundstone's already passed. Not, not in my book. Paula Poundstone never passes, Dennis. I think about her every day. and what Nobody she thinks about Paula yeah, just, Poundstone. I'm, I'm just Even Paula <laughs> Poundstone's agent doesn't remember that he's, he's her agent. <laughs> Do you want to go to Kelly first? Let's go to this the fat-shaming montage Kelly. of Kelly Clarkson. Think about what you, if you listen to this horrible show today and what you heard. This is Howard fat-shaming Kelly Clarkson over the years. I put this together uh, last night. Starting from like 03 to almost modern day. 
She had a big ass. Oh, no kidding. Thick legs. She has a horrible body. I had no idea because I've only ever seen her on magazine covers. And you know what? She could, yeah, magazine covers that are airbrushed. She should really lose some weight. White is not her friend. No. Well, when you're a fat chick, you don't wear white. Kelly Clarkson should use a Stairmaster. But what is she, like 20, 21? Yeah, oh, she's she's just got... You know what it is? And now she's in an interview saying, you know, I'm not going to get thin for people. You know, I'm fine with my body. You know what? Get thin for yourself. Don't be so fine with that. You're a young girl. Watching <laughs> Adele and Kelly Clarkson, they kept cutting to them, and I kept thinking, they should be at the Grammys. They should be at a gym. Those two girls are going to explode. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with them? They're in show business. Well, Kelly is uh, on some kind of a very, very tight string of a yo-yo. Because ten seconds ago she looked better than she does now. Yeah, yeah, she's And then she goes right back. <laughs> she's a yo-yo. It's this big fat chick. When she sings, she looks like she had a stroke and she's gigundo. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson returning to American Idol and she was awful. Like Jeff Beck is maybe one of the greatest guitarists of all time. What was he doing backing up Kelly Clarkson? Well, it's no big deal. I mean, the guy's trying to be relevant. I know, the fact but... is, her song blew, and I don't want to watch a telethon. What, is she, what does she look like, by the uh, way? She's very fat. It looks like somebody, as Gary said, put an air hose up her ass and blew her up. I was <laughs> doing a promo sorry, on a mass, at a NASCAR event, and I was like, whoa, why did you get on camera? She was wearing like a Christie like a Christy, a Christy Alley dress. Oh, like, like a, a calf tan. Yeah, like a big, like a big she's big and fat. American it's Idol. the worst season of American Idol. Yeah, I mean, even Kelly Clarkson's fat. It's a place for fat singers to to at least get some oh recognition. God. Not only is she fat, but she won't even comb her hair when she does appearances. I saw her doing some NASCAR thing, and I was like, who's that housewife that's you know, <laughs> yelling over the, the roar of it's, NASCAR cars? She has that thing going on that Sal's got going on. She suffers from those raccoon eyes, and if she doesn't put the makeup on, she yeah. has really Man. deep sockets. We thought she'd get thinner, but she hasn't. No, she's gotten larger. It seems like those kids go on there and they're just so nervous. They eat so much. She's had she like wears dresses and stuff, and it's not as bad. But uh, twice a season, she's worn pants, mm -hmm. and they've had like rolls on them and stuff. And they do that shot from the back. It's just not good. <sighs> could the could the wow. karma police hit Robin with more of an officer Krupke nightstick than right here during this? The audacity of, of yeah, this. She, she shouldn't comment on people that are you know that are like even. 200 pounds above what they should be because she has no room to speak. Just seriously, to no room to speak. mean girl bullshit. So have no you ever heard, like, just, like, middle school kids don't... It's not even like it's clever. You're fat-shaming. She's, she's not anorexic. She, she sings. She doesn't, she's not a model. And this is, this is every day. This is all he knows. This is all he does. And to still go on this show knowing she knows exactly what he said. Why does... Kelly Clarkson probably has a much bigger audience than he. She doesn't need this show on no. any level. What do you get out of doing this show? She, by the way, is she getting a serious channel? I can only imagine that's got to be something. It has to be something's got to be going on with that. It has to be happening. It, it has to be because there's. I know she has an album coming out this Friday that no one's going to buy. Um, <laughs> and, and, um, G Officer Krupp Key Krupp. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great Kirby enthusiasm <laughs> episode. Uses that. Oh boy, great riff. <laughs> <laughs> What does she get out of doing this show? I'm I'm waiting. Somebody please tell me. Apparently her daytime show thrives, something Howard or Robin could never do. And I'm not like 
some fucking Kelly Clarkson apologist, but everything he is so much shittier than everybody he has on. And there's nobody he has Sarah Jessica Parker on next week. I cannot I, wait to go after the Matthew Broderick killed two people in Ireland answering machine. Yes. Stuff. It'll be you know what's so funny like, is that the mo- that all the news stories are about her going on Andy Cohn, not on Howard's show. <laughs> Well, Andy Cohen's how she got booked originally. I know, but this for is hilarious. The, is show. that all the news stories are from his show, not Howard's? Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. Yeah. He is so much a bigger entity than Howard in show business. Yep. It's not even funny. If they have the restructure, and they never will because he's a partner and signed that deal with the devil. But he is, I mean, like I said, there are <laughs> there are there are real housewives of fucking Mastic Shirley who have more followers than Howard does at this point, if you're into the social media. Statistics. Yeah, and the thing, well, the thing is he does nothing on social media that is first of all for himself, he does nothing. But then even his own production company, the Howard Stern Show, what they put out on social media is is embarrassing. It, yep. it really is almost like amateurs are running that place and have no idea what to put on the, on there to get any type of traction or if anybody care. You know, Aaron Taylor only... is right. What? Kelly's a businesswoman. She's building relations with Sears and Marta says she's forced to be there. That's my yeah. line of thinking. She's definitely forced to be there in some way, shape or form. There's just what, nothing what, in it for her. One hundred percent. I mean, when's the last time you've seen a show not let you know most of the time when a guest is coming on? They used, they, do you remember Mark Spriggan used to have like a, a huge paragraph list of who was coming on for the next yep. two months? I think they're afraid of like the likes of us doing what I did today to uh, to Kelly Clarkson that you're going to alert them you and might be scare right. them away. And, yeah. Or and what Gary actually, would, uh, bring or back people Jackie not show did. up. Yeah. And what bring back Jackie did to Russell Crowe? With the fat shaming thing we did, that worked really well. I mean, he got it and responded to it. He still came on, but that's what they're afraid of. All right, Zoss at at Eminem concert. John, tell tell all. Uh, well, you guys oh. brought up Ross. I saw in the mockery thread, of course. I proudly didn't listen to the show today, but I <laughs> saw Ross Apen in the mockery thread, and I decided to go after this. is This is Ross. Being the and Howard is nothing but creeper pedo friends. He he's the worst people in his orbit. Yeah. And that Sarah list she concocted with like there's like 200 names and ever growing of pedos and rapists and sexual misconduct. And so add Ross Zapin to the list. This is Ross hitting on his 14 year old daughter and her friends at an Eminem concert. It's so oh creepy. God, here we go. Oh, it is so bad. I went to the, Robin as well, went to the Limp Bizkit M&M show. I took my uh, 14-year-old daughter and two of her 14-year-old friends and Ross, Uncle Ross. They don't look like 14-year-olds all. Yeah, no, they evidently don't because... And to have them hang out with Uncle Ross. <laughs> Uncle Ross kept saying he was having feelings and I said, Uncle Ross, I'm going to cut your wiener off if you have any feelings. I don't know if I would let my yeah. out with Uncle Ross. Uncle Ross yeah. like two or three inappropriate things. i got to tell you the- Yeah. Just, wow. just, just for your edification, Howard's just as creepy as Ross is here. Like, it's not like... I'm singling Howard's enabling this. It's like he's right there and he's he's sexualizing his own daughter and their friends at 14. And he's trying to like and this is again, this is like knee deep in the Allison smear campaign where he's trying to upstage Allison on the weekends by throwing free K-Rock concerts at his daughters. 
And so, uh, yeah, Howard's just as creepy as Ross is here. I might add. I don't know if I would let my kids yeah. out with Uncle Ross. Uncle Ross, like two or three inappropriate things. <laughs> I got to tell you the whole thing. Uncle Ross told me, I saw Uncle Ross on Saturday night because we went to the Yankee game together. And he was uh-huh. just telling me that, you know, that your daughter is going to grow up to be incredibly beautiful. Yeah, well, yeah, he was getting, a, he was feeling the love, I think. Oh, yeah. He was like a little too nice to them you know what i mean like involved like like a they good uncle involved. yeah and they and the kids were like boy he's a great guy I go i i think he's in love with you right. guys he was you know like he was sitting on the other side of you during some of the kind con- and he was leaning across you to continue conversation with the girl yeah well <laughs> he said to me on Saturday, he goes man, wow she is going to grow up to be so beautiful and i just go you know what man i can't even have this conversation yeah, but, yeah, yeah please he's planning to date your daughter no no well, no because ross was drinking heavily and and like telling me i don't know i'm getting him weird ideas and go ross Look at wow. me. I'm a dad. Get out of Jesus. here. In all fairness, he respects you too much. He's planning to date your daughter's friends at some point. You're <laughs> yeah, right. That's unacceptable as well. well yeah, Blonde. So, um, Fred Durst does a lot of the same here. So apparently he starts hitting on Howard's. And Howard's putting him in the crosshairs to do this. He's bringing them, knowing exactly what these guys. It's so they're all such lecherous pieces of shit. And uh, so, yeah, Fred Durst starts hitting on his daughter's friends. When he started the how are you? Yeah, how are you? We were in trouble. Well, he was drinking heavily. His loaded out of his mind goes, hey, these are some role models. (laughs) I go, how are you? How are you? You're some role model. Yeah, really. The hell, you ain't helping the situation. (laughs) Put him by to see Fred from Limp Bizkit before they went on. Mm -hmm. I was a superhero dad for doing that. And even Fred was getting a little flirty, I thought. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, hey, this isn't Carmen Electra. This is my daughter. All 14. Hoopa! <laughs> but they don't look 14 because I'm walking around with them, and some, some guy in a truck, like one of the sound guys, goes, hey, Howard, way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Guy, like, what was that? I go, I don't know. It's pretty funny, guys, in a truck. If you were Allison, would you Howard. just be recording all this and throwing it at the lawyers all the time for well. Custody and God knows what and whatever you want. I would be recording this every day. Well, I, well, I, I, I imagine it did happen. And B, I think that uh, Allison uh, got compensated quite well. She did really. She did really well. She, 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 she did got really well. Apparently. Quite well. If you want to know how well Allison does, just listen to any given show from say 1999, late 99, till about oh four. When the gag order came along and Howard does really does an Alice in the Smear campaign, most shows to the point of like the amount of uh, screen uh, airtime Ronnie gets now was the Alice in Smear campaign in those years. My, my, some of my favorite years, the rotating Jackie chair. Thanks, but David, David says, Howard, I believe, uses Beth as a decoy to attract male Gen X producers on mom games on her top 10 show to cuck them. I believe he'd use his daughter to cuck Ross. I agree with you, David. He is that low. Yep. He stooped. There's no low level he won't stoop to. Well said, as usual, sir. My favorite uh, musical What composer. a great bloke. Oh, yeah, and the music competition is still going. So if anyone wants to still enter, I've heard them all. I'm making them into a big uh, presentation video. Some of them are oh, crazy. <laughs> Some people spent a lot of time, um, so that's coming. How much time? Monique a, a extended lot. it. What? What was that? Uh, I don't know why I said that. We don't even do that here. <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. Now, what time? 
since we're running so on time, I've Good. wanted to do a little segment for a while. And Dennis, it's okay. It's two minutes. I've wanted to promote John's deepening uh, okay, Patreon. That's, that's fine. So uh, I made a little video of a, a segment no, from no. there. Um, it, oh, this is enjoy, this John. Is John, what <laughs> are you oh, up to this time? No, there's, there's no, there's no um, rope a dope here. This is just uh-huh. classic. Uh, this is what they do. So. On their Patreon, if you're on there, they do another show called Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, God. And they watch the episodes. And I just, when I was watching it, this was months ago, this episode, but John <laughs> John talks about a scene on 90210 that's uh, absolutely classic with David Silver and uh, Steve Sanders. And what, <laughs> what the situation here is that David and Steve are at a party and Steve gets blind drunk now. David, uh, Steve's friends drag him out drunk and they just think he's hanging out with David. So they come up to David, give him the car keys. David can't drive though. And this is just classic John, how John can <laughs> analyse I don't even scene. remember this. I don't even John, remember this. John can By the way, analyze. Bob, just before you go, before you go on, but we, we could actually bring this back to Howard. We could do a whole Howard 90210. Donna Martin graduates. He spent <laughs> how much time on 90210 in the 90s? It was oh, it was oh God, what American Idol was. Yeah, yeah. He was the Bachelor obsessed with obsessed it. With it. We're gonna have to do that. It We're gonna have so to do weird. a Howard. 90- I mean, honestly, that was one of those things that was just like, this is really weird, dude. Why are you why are you talking about? That Donna show. Martin graduates. It's a chick show. Donna like... Martin graduates. <laughs> well, he wanted to go back to school. You know that, Dennis. You know that's what. Yeah. He, that's where uh, his head was. Yes. yes. He wants to go back. Shows. Friday night so, lights. So they come out and they give uh, uh, David the keys, and just the way John can watch something and comment, <laughs> this is absolutely hilarious. And the reason this scene starts here, look in the background. There's a basketball ring. Just listen to John's ring? first comment. See the court thing on the stand in on the left oh, of David. You mean a hoop? Hoop. Yeah, I don't play. Of I course, like ring. The um, ring. <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it. But, um, <laughs> John immediately comments on that um, hoop th- th- at the start. So here I we can't. go. Oh, fine. I'm all right. I can drive. It's a pretty on, shitty man. basketball hoop for a rich kid. Hey, let's not get crazy, all right? I, I, I can't do... This is my car. Can I get a ride Oh, my God. Here are the car keys, bud. That's pretty responsible. Hey, sober up. Thanks, dude. Uh, That's fine. Watch my feet. This is stick shift. Okay. So David doesn't know how to drive at all, and could you imagine... No, so most people don't know how to drive a stick anyway, and not knowing how to drive at all, and then getting mm-hmm. into st- stick is a whole other level of. I would never even attempt it. Five times harder than driving automatic. Yeah, that's why I don't want to attempt it. Like you have to be precise. You have to be, you know, from everything about it, it's just it's just like manually. <laughs> everything is manual. Everything is like over. You know, it's when you're on a hill, you're in neutral, so you roll back. It's terrifying. There's no way in hell anyone's driving a stick shift without being taught, like, for weeks and weeks and weeks. Ain't possible. It's incredibly complicated. So where do you live? I live at um, Doheny Road, 4203. By the way, Sarah, <laughs> um, 
Yep. Steve had five friends try to tackle him from driving. So that's pretty responsible for a high school party. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember that. I don't ever remember any. I mean, in my 20s, I don't remember people tackling someone to stop them from driving. Would you Very. just say, oh, hey, have fun. Be careful. You just didn't. Um, you were so self-absorbed. I don't think you even when the person left, you didn't really follow them to their car. It just wasn't. And in high school, you know, you weren't dealing with a lot of people driving to parties. Mm-hmm. It was very, very rare you could pull that off. Yep. Why no forever? <laughs> wow. I'm ready about go. stick shit. I just, oh, trust me, bad. This is why John is, to me, just the best podcaster I've ever heard. Because I, when I got, um, when I was getting my license, I said, what do you want to do, manual car or a, or an automatic? And I was like, I want to know how to drive a car. So yeah, I'm getting stick because you, you you don't know how to drive if you're driving an automatic. It's like a computer game with an automatic. You're just like, I put the foot on the brake. I put. The... Come on, if there's like a nuclear it's not bomb a video uh, game, is about Mon. to. If, if anything exactly. happens to your right hand or your right foot or your left foot, you can't drive. Wait, 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 no, any fraction, you can't you can't use the clutch. You couldn't shift. You can't use your actually you drive. not exactly. entirely true. In in college, I had a stick. I broke my left ankle. I drove a stick shift with a cast cast on my left foot. Well, Dennis, I mean, you're you're, you're literally uh, I mean, it's goggles Paisano a, behind the wheel. He's a, <laughs> he's, a, he's a great guy. Marta knows that. Well, about Dennis, you know, he's driving with We're a gonna be doing. Foot. If anybody wants to sit, this is this is we're, as my black friends would say, I'm dead ass. Um, as Beanie Mac would say, we're going to be doing a Seinfeld watch along in that same vein. It's just, I know that show all too well. David's going to be uh, riding shotgun. If anyone wants to sit in on a third wheel, third mic, you're more than welcome. We're going to be going through the whole thing. Um, just, uh, again, we're going to, and we're going to incorporate Howard into it because I'm going to play a lot of the Howard stuff. Him with Seinfeld in the early 90s where he's taking credit for promoting the show. The times Jason Alexander was on the show. The one time Julie Dreyfus is on the show. The one time Michael Richards is on the show. So it should be fun. I think I, I feel really good about it. I love <laughs> the start of that when you saw the basketball hoop. You said, what a shitty basketball hoop. Yeah, for I'm uh, <laughs> I got that weird kind of basketball junk. Yeah. I was obsessed with all things basketball in the back. And I can't not. You know, I see a hoop. I have to comment on it. And uh... so, get onto their Patreon, guys. There's a link in the description. And you know, uh, what else are we doing Let's here? Let's go do... to the calendar. June. Oh yeah. American thigh. USA skin. Torn jeans needs mending. Something special about you uh, and George Michael's never going to uh, careless whisper. I don't know why. I love the combination of you putting that together. It's so well done. Oh, it's so stupid. You should have seen me doing it. It's so when stupid. I take your hand and lead you to Why no ACDC? The... Do you hate your own countrymen? <laughs> Do you hate your own countrymen? Is that what it is? Ignorance Maybe. is kind. There's so. no comfort in the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it proud. <laughs> go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. Uh, well, Dennis, is this it? 
No, he's month? gonna unfortunately we... have next three week. shows next week. They may or may not be live. Um, oh, no. We really don't know. I mean, we won't know until we hear them. But because Sarah Horseface Parker is on, um, and uh, oh. on Wednesday, yay! He's doing the oh. exact same schedule so far as last year. I'm not going to be listening to that. Uh, I bet he hated that submarine thing. He's like, oh, we have to record something new. Damn it. You know, they probably just recorded for a month a year ago and the guys just keep chopping it up and making shows out of it. Yep. Yeah. Anything current happens, he has to we'll record a 10-minute segment on the sub and then just edit it in. Um, all right, well, that's that. That's and, that. It's so exciting, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then we're... We're stern free for over two mu- for two months and a week. I'm so happy. Literally wow. so you, happy. It's, your, it's a holiday for you guys. Oh my really. god, it's a vacation and a half. Oh, I've got to talk to Tone Cut. Here we go. Uh no, he's not a celebrity anymore. No. He he, he was he though. A, you you yeah, gotta own that. You gotta own that he was a long. celebrity. It was only for that film and then he went gone. And God, that movie's embarrassing again. I'm so embarrassed. I apologize. I Natalie and Bruglia reference by Autobot. That's a great. That's a great. Aust- yeah, Australians and oh. some of the best actors. Uh, Paul really, Hogan. Look, the, the, Russell, the, Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe. They have the greatest. They have the greatest thespians coming out of Australia. Natalie was married to Daniel Johns from Silverchair for a few years. If you remember, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and they well, divorced. You know, but it's just almost as five good. Years. It's almost as good, though, as the uh, – I, I watch a lot of uh, podcasters out of, out of uh, England, and they one time did apologize for giving us America James Corden. So – and, you know, we, we accept their apology. We're, we're... Yeah, because he is hella irritating, man. <laughs> they hate Lord. him even more over there than we hate him here. It's kind of great. <laughs> Oh my god! And oh, Monique, Ida. I'm Monique's. Uh, oh, hi, Ida. That's nice of you. Very, you're paying for that cure ticket for Monique tonight with a bit of that. <laughs> surprised she hasn't run home yet. Monique usually runs home because the cure do very long shows. For, they've three always hours. done three out. Three yeah, hour that'll show, be. baby. She's probably she's probably two the... miles high from con- getting contact high from the, all the pot being smoked in there. I feel oh, like these yeah. bands Probably put on be. shows just for Monique. Like they yes. have no intention you know? of touring at all. She's like, she's well, I'm in Florida, so we'll tour for you, Monique. You just oh yeah, they've heard out. about her. They've heard about the show. Yeah, and they yeah, saw yeah, the Instagram video her. of her dancing the other day. They're like. And uh, Robert Smith is probably <laughs> ready to pass out by now. If they started at eight thirty, I guess in a three hour, they got to start earlier. I wonder if they even have a support act for that. I don't know. They they probably have an opening act. Everybody has an opening act. They just you know, but they're gonna go like from eight to eleven. <laughs> like the Pesh- I swear to God, I watched the Pesh Mode uh, show from New York, and they said, "Hey," and they went, "Hi, Monique," and you know, I swear <laughs> they said that. I wonder what Robert Smith looks like right now. Snap singing uh, "Torn." Sure, go right ahead. I want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, want to yeah, hear yeah. this. I'll just sing the one Thank- verse. Everybody knows. I'll just. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and you. You guys will be back next week. Go for this, Johnny Boy. I'm all out of faith.
This is how I feel. I'm cold and I'm ashamed, lying naked on the floor. Illusion never changed into something real. I'm wide awake and I can see the perfect sky is torn. You're a little late. I'm already torn. Hey guys, thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any further discussion at RadioGunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RadioGunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so you know when we're doing a new show. Thanks.